0: Uh, Dan Harmon is the same age as Eminem. 50 years old? Yes. Is that real? Rivers Cuomo is 53 years old. Rivers Cuomo is 53 years old. Dan Harmon is 50 years old. Uh, Eminem is 50 years old. Has a daughter. Strange to think about. Yeah. Uh, Dan Harmon, I would say... Who else is 50? Who else is 50? (laughs) Are you Googling that? Jim Parsons is 50? No. No. Apparently, dang God, what? Jorge Garcia in the water over there. Steve from Blue's Clues. No, Jack McBrayer sense. is fifty years old. I don't know who Jack McBrayer is. Kenneth from Thirty Rock. What? <laughs> <laughs> Formaldehyde. He, he's definitely. He's like hundreds of years old or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That was the the running joke that he was like. Oh, <laughs> <can support laughs> If you haven't seen Community, there's going to be a bunch of spoilers in this episode. Andrew and I thoroughly enjoy this show. We can't we'll, not talk about it. We Just discussing the pilot, we will discuss the overall, overall show, and we'll mention a lot of spoilers. Just FYI. Spoilers. I'm Gideon. I'm Andrew. Well, I was just going to continue from a minute ago. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Oh, uh, Go ahead. I'm Gideon. I'm Andrew. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> um, and this week's episode of the TV Pilot Podcast, we are talking about community. Community. Um, not the concept, but the show. We Someone really should do a podcast about the concept of togetherness and being a community, but that's not this. Uh, you're in the wrong place. We're in the wrong place. We uh, really wanted to do this episode for our finale because gideon, our season finale season finale oh theoretically or possibly series finale who knows who what we're doing is. after this um we really wanted to do this episode for our season finale uh because it is a show that gideon and i both really enjoy um and so it's it's an immensely quotable show uh it the quotes from it the no yeah i think so i can't think of any you thing. can't think of any? I don't quote community on a daily basis. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you aren't living. Um, uh, so we both very much enjoy community. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, went back to it. I mean, community, it went through what? Two studio changes? Yes. Uh, was first picked up by Fox? No, NBC. NBC. Uh. I just thought, NBC Oh no it was only two It was on NBC For five seasons And then it got canceled And, and then Yahoo, Yahoo Screen yeah, For Ooh. the sixth season Oh my god I remember Watching the six Hearing it was coming back For six seasons Six seasons and a movie um, Yeah Hearing it was coming back For a sixth season And uh, Trying to figure out How to watch it On Yahoo Screen And then <laughs> Basically as soon as I figured out Where to get it uh, The whole platform Collapsed and it was just on like Netflix or something. yeah, uh, that's, and that was, was just, right as Netflix was like getting really big, yeah. Like so. it was it was gobbling up all those other shows. So lucky, lucky me. But Community itself is um, it's pretty big in terms of the in the sitcom space. It was very influential. It's just yeah, a hodgepodge of all different kinds of genres within the sitcom genre itself. Yeah, I think. Uh, a feel of its own, really. Yeah, uh, uh, it's very unique sitcom. I would say very it's enjoyable. put Dan Harmon on the map. As, oh, for sure, as a like comedy writer, as a showrunner for a comedy. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Dan Harmon, mm-hmm. fifty years old. Fifty years old. <laughs> uh, he was born and raised in Milwaukee, and while in the late '90s, he was in an improv group in Milwaukee with another dude named Rob Shrabe. Who was famous in his own right. Uh, the Wikipedia, the improv prof group, has its own Wikipedia page. I did not look into it. But <laughs> what, I saw... what was the improv? What was the name of the improv I don't know. Group? I didn't write that down. That's Oh, my important. God. Uh, <coughs> thoroughness. Uh, so he was part of this improv group in the ni- late 90s and kind of working his way into the film television industry. Uh, and in the early aughts, him and... Rob Strabe founded the TV network and website Channel 101. He would co create a TV pilot, Heat Vision and Jack, starring Owen Wilson and Jack Black. Jack Black as I think the name was Jack Adams, and Owen Wilson as his talking motorcycle. <laughs> and I really want to see I this pilot. I want this now. show, yeah. I, want, <laughs> I want six uh, seasons of a movie uh, of this thing. <laughs> and that pilot was for Channel 101. And fun fact, Owen Wilson Jack Black would be in that kind of mid-season premiere or post-hiatus, post-winter hiatus yeah. episode of uh, Community, which makes sense as to why he got them, because I remember thinking, what the heck is Jack Black doing in this episode? And then, what the heck is Owen Wilson doing <laughs> in this episode? In this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <clears throat> he co-created the Sarah Silverman program and was the head writer for several episodes. Mm. Uh, Sarah Silverman he had worked with her on a couple of shows for Channel 101 as well uh, he co-wrote Monster House Monster House? The, yeah the, the show an, the, the, the terrible animation but. I don't know, it, it, it doesn't like hold up but it's for the time I think for the aesthetic they were going for they and nailed was it like, oh that's true that's fair it, It's maybe you don't like the aesthetic of it but they did a good job you know that's fair I'm that sorry aesthetic. Monster House animators I spoke too, I spoke too soon I yeah. spoke too critically uh, good thing you're not part of the academy otherwise Monster House wouldn't have gotten the best animated picture nom wait, what year wait I'm back to trash of what in 2006 I'm if I can find a better animated movie in 2006 I will but I don't, it, it didn't win so it didn't win. Okay. <laughs> so they could so you you probably could find that right. one he is known well known for his adaption of the hero's journey into what he calls a story circle which he developed while stuck with writer's block on a screenplay in the late '90s. Harmon based the premise of Community on his own experiences. Did you know this? No. He, he based it on his own experiences. Yeah. Every, the every premise, writer. The premise, okay. not not he did. I don't think <laughs> I, Dan Harmon was in uh, paintball. Can, <laughs> had a Chinese Spanish professor. <laughs> I can only be so credulous about these things. He's like, oh yeah, uh, you know, Seinfeld based the show off of his life. Sure. Normal shit happens. <laughs> so you tell me Dan Harmon-based community offers shit that happened to him at some community Floor college. is lava, you know? So, like, yeah. uh, so he enrolled in Glendale Community College in the greater LA area mm-hmm. to take Spanish with his then-girlfriend. Uh, this was to help their rela- relationship. Uh, and while doing that, he became a part of a study group that he ended up becoming really close friends with despite having very little in common with them. He, he's kind of quoted saying something like, these people, I remember thinking, these people can't help me. They're not in the film industry. They don't do this. They, there's no benefit with these people. But he ended up growing close to them. Uh, he became, he created the show with Jeff based on himself, an arrogant, emotionally distant person who realizes the value of understanding others. Aww. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and that's where the similarities end, I assume. <laughs> he, I mean, because the only other filmmaker in the in the actual show is Abed. Oh, he actually, writing the show made him start to question if he had Asperger's or not. And so he went to a doctor and was tested and found out that he is on the autism spectrum. And he's like, yeah, it was weird. Kind of towards the end of the series, I realized I related more to Abed than I did Jeff. So, yeah. there it is, oh, and that's oh, a key oh. dynamic in this show. We'll get into that. Um, yeah. <laughs> he tried to he, he approached the show writing the show as each episode like a movie rather than a sitcom, which I think is what affects that yes, feel because it. it's they're all very self-contained stories. You could watch any given episode, and it doesn't matter what season. Only it's in. T- one. Two episode block that's like a continuation of the yeah. previous. And, uh, you know, there's season three, the season when Chang takes it. Spoilers for all of Community. The best season, in my yeah. opinion, I think. And it's the one that's written. I mean, it's, it's, it's got continuity. It's but got still... like a five block episode that's just hit after hit after hit. Yeah. You got the, the Law and Order episode, then the Pillow documentary episode, yeah. uh, and then I forget what else, but it's just. A good string of episodes. And even then, the uh, the Chang storyline where Chang takes over the school oh, sure. is sort of pushed to the background until it comes to the very end. Yeah, that's just kind of a running gag in, yeah. in the episodes. And then it just suddenly, bam, this is happening. Chang is taken over, oh, spoilers, yes, Chang has well, taken over the school. Sh- Well, (laughs) no spoilers. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Godfrey, edit that out. We started this podcast with the intent of only talking about the pilot episodes. Um, We very quickly set that (laughs) aside because we realized there's no point in talking about. Oh, I could talk. We. I think we could have an episode about every episode of community. Definitely, yeah. Uh, there's probably plenty of people who've done that, so th- there's probably actors from community. I'm gonna look up right now no, if no, there's no. a Let's... community watch along <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, he didn't really have to change his approach to mm-hmm. working on this TV show because he treated it like as if he was writing for a film. Dan Harmon would rewrite every episode, except for during the gas leak year. Uh, uh, where he was not involved with the production? Yes, or... I thought you would enjoy that. Yeah. I'd say that. Uh, yes, he was the showrunner for three seasons, and then they fired him. And then and th- did the fourth season, and then they brought him back for seasons five and six. I think generally season four is regarded as the uh, least... Yeah, least well-liked seasons among fans. It's still solid. I still enjoy it. And I think when Dan Harmon came back, there was a joke in early in season five where that was someone said, oh, yeah, that was the year of the gas leak. Everyone was acting weird. And it kind of would come back just a handful of times. They'd be like, oh, that was the gas leak year. Oh, yeah. but that was during the gas leak year. So the, uh, that season four was called the gas leak season by fans The to sort of mark it as... Um, separate from the rest of the community continuity mm-hmm. or discontinuity. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Harmon uh, had worked with Chevy Chase and Joel McHale and uh, someone else before and was very emph- emphasized casting because he thought that casting was kind of the most important part to make the comedy work. Uh, and he actually had to, Chevy Chase didn't want to do TV. But was impressed with how good the writing was, and he's the, agreed to be on the show, which would change, I guess. I don't know. I'm uh, not going to get into the drama with Chevy Chase and yeah, Dan there's, Harmon. Plenty of people have gotten into the drama, if you want to look up on YouTube. there's It's interesting, certainly, yeah. but it's not really it's not thing, anything we can speak to with any uh, sort of expertise. You want to start talking about the... Dan episodes? Harmon would and, go on. T- God damn it. Dan Harmon, uh, after Community ended, he would I don't didn't do too much. He wrote a TV, he worked on a movie, I think, and but most famously would go on to co-create Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. uh, which is still on today. uh, Now, uh, season years. Seven has just been announced. It's coming out in it's coming out October, probably, probably soon. Yeah, yeah. Hundred Years Rick and Morty, Rick 100 Morty. Years Rick and Morty, which is the same type of show where it's got that oh yes, like, the writing is very plots, but. Um, Every episode is sort of its own, like, self-contained little Mm -hmm. uh, movie, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, want to get into the episode? Do you? Yes. Um, The (laughs) episode, the inciting incident for the whole show, is the main character, Jeff Wanger. he's been uh, disbarred uh, from law? From practicing law. From practicing law. <laughs> because he had a falsified degree. Uh, and he has to get a, not a falsified law degree, a falsified bachelor's degree. So he has to get a uh, another bachelor's degree to make up for the one he pretended to have. Uh, there's a line early on uh, that he says, um, or uh, Ian Duncan, his friend who works at Greendale Community College, says, uh, I thought you had a bachelor's from Columbia. And Jeff goes, oh, I did, but now I have to get one from America. So that was a good joke. Yeah, that was a good joke. I think that was the first big laugh I had watching the show for the yeah. first So it starts it starts with the, the Dean. This, okay, I'm sorry, I'm going You're going way th- in this dark. the pilot is interesting because there's not really much of an overarching plot as much as this episode is to introduce the characters in the study group. Yeah. The plot is Jeff wants to date start or hook up with Britta and by doing so ends up with this fake study group that's now a real study group mm-hmm. and he's all the while he is trying to get he breeze his way through uh, you manipulate his friend Ian Duncan who is a psychology professor at Greendale he's trying to manipulate him into giving him all the answers for the whole time for his, so he can get his degree easy that's the whole plot mhm but they do such a good job of just establishing these characters and this world, uh, that makes the plot or the pilot very interesting and significantly different, I think, than the rest of the episodes. Yeah, because the other episodes have more legitimate conflicts and storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's not yes. just like here's a new character. Mm-hmm. This is and what they're right off is. the bat. It starts with the dean uh, in like a quad area. Uh, or plaza area of the community quad he with on a speaker starts giving a speech because it's halfway through the first week and he starts saying like they say community college is loser college for old people and it shows Chevy Chase Pierce or you know high school dropouts and it shows Britta and he's just kind of just a handful of them Uh, and so right off the bat it's establishing these characters yeah and then it cuts to Jeff and Abed talking establishes them Jeff talk and then Jeff talks wait yes um Jeff asks Abed about uh Bretta who is in the same Spanish class as they are um and Abed uh says oh I only talked to her you know briefly while I was asking to borrow a pen or while well, she was asking to borrow a pen but her name is Bretta it's like Lists off another brothers She's this. She's this. She's this. Two older <laughs> brothers doesn't come up again in know? the entire show. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's fun. That's one of those like little pilot, piloty, like, a very piloty thing to have. Yeah, like they're establishing something. It's like okay, let's just say she has siblings. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they never come up again. Um, and uh, Jeff turns to Abed and says, "I see your value now," which is a very like Jeff line. He's been talking to this guy for, you know, another. A, long men, yeah and he's just been trying to tune him out and get away get out of the conversation but now that he's useful to him uh it's I see you know you know yeah and then it cuts to jeff in in duncan's office trying to extort the uh test answers for his classes from duncan mm-hmm. uh, jeff friend. jeff had represented duncan and so now he's like well you know i kept you from getting a DUI, yeah. so now you owe me and I think, and Duncan agrees to help him, mm-hmm. uh, despite his reservations. Uh, then Jeff goes to the cafeteria. He meets uh, Britta there. Um, tells her that he has a Spanish study group. Uh, pretends that he's a Spanish tutor. Um, in a, this is in an attempt, obviously, like get her alone with him and try and uh, get in her pants, essentially. Yeah. But uh, Britta. agrees because she's also having trouble in spanish class also spanish one these guys are adults come on (laughs) uh this is a high school course guys so uh study group convenes in the library the it's just jeff and britta yeah and they start talking a little bit and she's like where's the study group he's like oh they'll be here but maybe they won't like i don't know uh and then abed shows up and britta's like abed what's up and jeff's like what are you doing here Britta had invited him uh, and so uh, Jeff gets a text broad strokes right Yeah. Jeff gets a text from Duncan to meet him on the football field and Duncan's trying to talk him out of getting the tests because he's saying it's immoral you shouldn't do this and Duncan and Jeff establishes that he's kind of an immoral person and that he has he's learned that he can just talk his way out of situations and he'll be fine no matter what and so Duncan, again, begrudgingly agrees to give him the answers. And Jeff goes back. And then Abed invited s- four other people yeah, to four. the study group. Uh, Pierce, Annie, Troy, and Shirley are all there. Uh, all there for the Spanish study group. Because, uh, you know, presumably Jeff is a Spanish tutor. Mm-hmm. Uh, there to help them learn Spanish. Uh, and Britta has gone at that point or yes, she's the in room. the bathroom I think they say she's yeah. in the bathroom and um, Jeff says okay well I guess I'll take my coat and pen and book and also go to the bathroom and be right back <laughs> uh, just to leave he's just gonna escape um, runs into Britta on his way out who uh, she says busted and he's scared that he's been busted but she's oh, like right. I I'm a smoker. And he's like oh those are bad for you and she says oh yeah sorry Abed invited those people so let's Go in there and study. And Jeff says, oh, well, they're untutorable. And she says, no, they yeah, can't be. He's like, no, let's just go to dinner. Just us two. And she says, no, let's study. And if they are untutorable, then we'll go to dinner. Yeah. And so Jeff kind of, in his mind, he's like... She walks off and Jeff says, oh, they will be untutorable. So he now has this mindset that he's going to go in there and just make sure that they don't get along. Which he then does. After... Yeah. So. They kind of introduce the characters. Uh, Each of them kind of has a chance to show their personality a little bit. And then uh, Jeff just stirs the pot. As opportunities arrive, he just keeps feeding the fire. Yeah, Uh, They're stoking uh, the friction between Pierce and Shirley and Annie and Shirley and Annie and Troy just to uh, sort of make everyone start yelling at each other. mm -hmm. Uh, Then Jeff, uh, he... Another another text, no, oh, he from gets Duncan, a call or, yeah, from Duncan. Goes then to get the manila envelope full of test answers, um, and then uh, comes back. And that's when Britis confronts him, yeah, it's like, What are you doing? Are you really just causing problems to try and get in my pants? And Jeff's like, I don't remember what he says, he's yeah, like, he's like, Nah, no, 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 like, no, she says, Well, you better fix things, and he says, Okay, so he goes in and he does what Jeff does best, and he's which a, will come up many times in a series of kind of, of just saving their friendships even before they even have a friendship uh it's friendships to save through you. the power of an inspirational speech which he it's, it's lampshaded in several uh episodes uh mm-hmm. especially the one where like Abed with the flashbacks yeah the flashbacks the clip show like, clip episode yeah, where there's just a bunch of uh inspirational speeches that don't make any sense there's like Harrison correct. Ford is irradiating her teeth or something <laughs> <laughs> uh And so he sells, gives them a bunch of word vomit that works and says, now we've become something more. We've become a community. Whoa, name drop, the the name of the show. Holy crap. Very good. Very good. (laughs) Uh, And then he says, okay, now if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna have dinner. Britta and I are gonna have dinner. And Britta says, "No, I lied. I just wanted you to fix everything so that we could study." And then Jeff has had it and tells them, "Well, I have all the answers to the tests. Uh, I screw y'all. I used to be a lawyer." And everyone just groans. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he storms off with his test answers. Um, he uh, sort of stops on the uh, steps of the library, going outside. Um, he opens the packet of test answers from his uh, friend Ian Duncan uh, and finds that they are uh, completely blank. It's just filled with blank prayer paper. Um, uh, the, the last page says "Booyah," which was yeah. a reference to discussions they'd had. Yeah, that's not important. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, he goes back to Duncan's office, tells him, and Duncan tells him that he wanted to teach Jeff a lesson about um, about being a good person. I presume? Mm-hmm. About um, know, work and he, uh, ethics. Jeff has to go back to get his car keys. As he's leaving, uh, he runs into uh, Pierce and Troy uh, and gives them a sort of motivational speech, You know, like a smaller version of what he did before. Um, and uh, slowly the other people, other members of the study group filter in um, Jeff admits that he doesn't have any of the test answers, um, so he's in the same boat as the rest of them, and that he is uh, definitely going to fail the Spanish test the next day. Which, I, based on the Spanish we've seen in like future episodes, like I don't know, you just sort of pick it up, man. I mean, it's you could figure it out. So uh, while he's there sitting on the steps moping, the others kind of look at each other and non-verbally communicate about whether they should invite him back and keep studying. A and lot so, of, like, raised eyebrows yeah, and nods. And, and, and... And so then Britta says, hey, you know, we're actually still... Haven't, aren't done, so if you want to come and join us, uh, you know, it'd be, be fine. And so Jeff gets up and uh, goes with them, and that is that's the, the episode. That's the episode. That's, that's the community. It yeah. starts off, uh, they Like are... I said, no significant plot, no significant conflict. It's all... Other than it the sounds orbit. boring, uh, like, honestly, yeah. you, you lay it out in front and it just sounds kind of boring, yeah. But it's hilarious and interesting and just very well done, uh, just uh, from the get go. And they do a good job, I think, establishing a lot of things. You were saying that the pilots just you think is very different from the rest of the series. I think it is, yeah. Uh, well, it's it's a lot of like production of stuff, production stuff, yeah. it's a lot darker. Um, you could see a lot darker of Darker visually. Yeah, visually darker. <laughs> a lot of the uh, background characters that are in a lot of the other episodes of Community, like Starburns, Leonard. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's a pilot. Yeah, I'm mean, just saying. It's <laughs> it's different. Like, it's weird to see at the background of the of the Dean's speech, not, you know, Leonard. Not someone you recognize. And, That's fair. Yeah, because they have... There's a palette to the students agreed there. So there's, yeah, the... Greendale Seven, as they call them, yeah, Duncan and the Dean. Duncan Those and the Dean. Those are, I think, probably the only nine actors who are in multiple episodes. Yeah, and the pilot. But then the very next episode, they have Starburns, they Chang, have Chang, uh, a lot of the very memorable, mm-hmm. very like unique I think side characters. Third episode, Garrett's there. Yeah. he doesn't have any lines, but he's. He's there, yeah, and he's he's got like a unique look to him that you notice him, and you'll notice him in future episodes. Mm -hmm. So when he gets a plot line, like it's sort of it makes sense. He's been around, um, Mm -hmm. but they don't have that in the episode one, the pilot. pilot. But all the same locations, so it just feels a little. Well, even though even then, like the he's walking upstairs to the study room when Uh he comes back at one point. The study. Room is on the first floor in the, yeah, the, the rest floor. of the series uh, just the background looks different from if you're like where Jeff sits looking out the windows yeah. there's a bunch of bookshelves but later it's like a walkway it's a walkway like a through a window, window which contributes a lot to the lighting mm-hmm. um, situation it's a much darker oh, that's sort true. of space that's true uh, well, there are the relationships the outside of the library looks different yeah it looks more like a I don't know it's got columns it's mm-hmm. more like a Roman architecture kind of thing. Sorry, I'm um, saying the uh, the relationships they're trying to establish oh, yeah. are sort of different than how things ended up. Um, Pierce is shown to be like very attracted to Shirley in the first I don't know if this continues on through the first season. Okay. It does it. a little bit. But in the first episode he is He's definitely obsessed with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's awkward. Annie is has a crush on Troy Uh, it's very obvious in this first episode Mm -hmm. and it's more or less you know it shoved to the side almost immediately it pops up in a couple of other episodes and then it's just they just drop it by like halfway through the yeah about halfway through the first season yeah she starts dating Vaughn yeah Uh, Troy and Pierce get along they are paired up kind of Yeah Uh, And that I think I read somewhere They originally were Going to be like a Duo You know Playing off each other But they uh, Donald Glover And Danny Pudi Just paired up so well They had amazing chemistry And at the end of Every Episode of Community They have this sort of Post credit scene um, Where You know One of the more memorable ones Is the The library Spanish rap That they do Mm -hmm. The uh, Donde Estela the second episode Yeah Yeah Um, and when they were shooting those, uh, Donald Glover and Danny Pudi were one of the only ones, or two of the only people who could stay late consistently. I think, or that wanted to stay late also, I think, I think I'm sure some of the actors like Chevy Chase, probably a more seasoned actor was like, no, I'm going to go home if we're done with the episode. Yeah. Uh, and I could, yeah. So Danny Pudi and Donald Glover were just really enjoyed being there. And so they were always there late. And willing to stay to film the the tags mm-hmm. for the episodes, and that definitely developed into their best friendship. Yeah, uh, and uh, Abed uh, comments on it in like c- episode five or six. He says something like, "Originally, Pierce and Troy were uh, bonded on their childlike humor, but now Troy is whatever, and Pierce is whatever, whatever." Which is a very Dan Harmon thing to do, to just like, okay, well, we're going to comment on this. <laughs> yeah, the meta commentary through Abed. Is oh yeah, established sort of, yeah. right away. Which it sort of it comes off as not very like grading. Like in any other in any other show, it would be very like, oh yeah, they they did. Dirty Rock does a good job with the meta, yeah. but they don't do it as consistently as community or as. They're more subtle about it. When they usually, yeah, it's usually through like Kenneth or Liz, who are very like genre savvy people. Like they <laughs> mm-hmm. clearly watch a lot of television. they or understand television. It'll be part of a like a subtle joke where they're yeah. commenting on television and they're like, oh, that would never happen in a TV show, and then it happens to yeah. them. Yeah. So those kind of jokes, while Abed is there commenting on the character tropes and the plots that's happening and. Yeah. Uh, how his life is like a TV show, even though it isn't, but it is. <laughs> yeah. um, what you got there on your phone? Andrew? Got, what do I got here? Yeah. Well, you said, I said earlier that uh, community is a very quotable show. hmm. Um, oh, okay. so. Knock this gonna, out of the park. Yeah, I'm a knock this got, out of the park. I've got community quotes for you. Um, and I can give you, I'll give you the person and you can tell me what they said to the entire, every, every bit of dialogue. I will quote, not even quotable lines, just little moments from random episodes. Uh, That's what I'm saying. And my girlfriend will get mad at me. She'll be like, what are you saying? Like, oh, it's from Garrett says it. Garrett having 20 lines, the whole series. (laughs) Like, oh, Garrett says it in that one episode of community. She's like, how would i know that I'm Like you've seen it just like once <laughs> twice <laughs> yeah so so these are these are quotes i just want you to tell me who said okay and i've hopefully made it a little bit difficult hopefully <laughs> um i'm all about right. to do terrible and embarrass myself who uh all right who said this you have just been proven racist by the racist prover uh chang that's chang yeah Oh, okay, don't, don't, I'm (laughs) I'm ready to to name the episode, episode, (laughs) but let's not, I don't want to look like too much of a nerd. All right. I was never one to hold a grudge. My father held grudges. All right. I always hated him for that. I always hated him for that. (laughs) All right. Who said, all money is spending money? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, All money is spending money. We're thinking? uh, thinking. What season? I'm not telling you. Oh. Shut i didn't write it down uh who jeff okay that's that would have been my guess i should just i should have made a guess okay. it was season one it was season one like episode two or three. Oh, you know what i just want to watch yeah, like I think final... so, yeah. yeah i just gave um, him some spending money here, here's an easy one clear your palate i'll make your ass sense oh a <laughs> uh, vet nicole brown uh yeah. surely Shirley. um all right i was so unpopular in high school the crossing guards used to Annie. lure me into traffic <laughs> That's a relationship that changes because her Brie Larson, mm-hmm. Allison Brie, and Joe McHale did a good job of. They the chemistry was really there, and so yeah. they had to change the, the direction and writing. I think it was weird. It, it was like a, a little creepy, but I mean, but they did play off of... each other really well. They did. I mean, that's just two actors. It's uh, partly it's Allison Brie not being as young as her character was. Also, oh, that's that very made true. It a She's a little Five, like, six years older
1: Yeah um, But she's like not She's not like An
0: 18 year old Yeah Who slowly gets into A relationship With a 40 year old A man literally well, Twice her age She was, was Season 5 so when he turns 40 So He is And she's 30, Season 5 So she's 23 So he's only 17 years older than her. So he's 36 When she's 18 Literally twice her age Yeah Oh my gosh Yeah Holy cow Yeah no, not 36, 35. 40 minus 5. Fair enough. Anyways. Um, who says... Webster's Dictionary defines... That's the Jim Belushi of speech openings. It accomplishes nothing, but everyone keeps using it, and nobody knows why. That's all free as well. Right? That's uh, not, not as well. Annie. 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 Um, we're the only species on Earth that observes shark week. Jeff. That's From me. the first episode. Yeah. There's a time and place for subtlety, and that time was before Scary Movie. Troy. That's Troy. <laughs> um, I know what a metaphor is. It's like a thought with another thought's hat on. Britta. That's Britta. Uh, <laughs> you can't they, blame me for whatever. That's like me blaming owls for how bad I am at metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> the... One of the running jokes is one of my favorites is how bad Britta is at metaphors. But I think also in this show, maybe I shouldn't be surprised about how dumb they portray Britta as in later seasons Mm -hmm. based on uh, how desperately she needs help with uh, the first Spanish. Spanish test? Well, they all do, though. They all do. I know. It's so weird. <laughs> Annie's supposed to be smart. Yeah, Annie shouldn't be part of that study group. You know? <laughs> Realistically. She's only there because she wasn't invited to be a study group. Yeah. And then she just liked them, I guess. Yeah. And, like, I mean, she's obviously the one in charge of the studying. But so... at the same time, like, Shirley also probably shouldn't be there. Uh Shirley is... Revealed, not that she's portrayed as dumb or not intelligent, but it is revealed that she is way more intelligent than the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, or at least better at school. Uh, but, I mean, that, she could still use the studying, and that's helping her get the A's. Yeah. Uh, I don't I mean, yeah, Britta it's all, gets standardized a bit. Yeah, uh, Britta does. And that's truly. another one they comment on about, what, towards the end of season one, Jeff said something like, I remember when we first met, you seemed smarter than me. And Bridget just says, thank you. And then runs off to do whatever stupid thing she was. <laughs> she's grandstanding for. Yeah. Um, Jeff is intelligent but doesn't care about uh, getting A's, yeah. just wants to pass. Much more interested in getting other people to do his work for him, yes. which includes study outlines. Uh, so it all, all sort of makes sense. Abed's just there. Like, Abed clearly smart enough to pass any class yeah. if he wanted to but he's there for the he's there for the he's there for the club like atmosphere he yeah, had the college experience was that all the quotes? that was all the quotes okay I could I Easy. could have done a thousand oh, you got every sure. one you I, knocked it out except for that one I, I liked I don't know Chang when I think it's a Valentine's Day episode where they're like you can't do that and he goes have you met me? <laughs> I say that a lot just cause I don't know I do weird things and people comment on it my girlfriend or sam want to stop you you're not gonna do whatever have you met me (laughs) and you said it wasn't quotable no i know i was was obviously kidding no i did not oh well that's on you yeah (laughs) it's on me um well great show uh great show what would you give it out of 10 oh 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 even even as weird as the pilot is, it's still a, such a great pilot. I was hooked right away. Yeah, like, as soon as I watched that first episode, I wanted yeah. to keep watching. Yeah. And then it only gets better. As like that's a ten out of ten pilot and the, it only the, gets better. The show only gets better from like season one to season three. And I would even say season four, still a good show. Still good. Still oh, like people bash like season four on pretty much. It's bad but it's in still, comparison to yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, an incredible movie. Still yeah. really good T V. Yeah. And, I mean, people really hate the sixth season, also, not just the fourth season. Yeah. But sixth season, where they got th- rid of I, I think the sixth season might be the weakest of them, but there are still some really good episodes. And I don't know why. Like, I mean, they added uh, Keith David, who I wish they had had in the whole series, because he's yeah. amazing. Uh, Pat Patchett Brewster. Um, Frankie. Frankie. Frankie yeah. uh, she, I don't she was not nearly as good as Keith David, but she's very solid and brings a different dynamic to the study group. Yeah. Uh, and there are just some solid episodes as well. There are definitely like the RV episode. That one's definitely weird. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the wedding episode has its moments, but also kind of weird. I I think obviously I, we Gideon and I agree that it's one of the best shows we've ever seen. Um, much beloved by fans. Um, highly recommend watching it. Uh, and really great pilot. Really I don't think example it's of... nearly as influential as it should be. Hard to say for sure. But I mean, because you feel like... I mean, it's uh, over a decade old. Without since the premiere, almost almost without Community, finished. we wouldn't have Rick and Morty. And Rick and Morty is very influential to the it's, adult um, animation space in general everyone yeah. trying to copy uh, it like kind of, better or worse uh, I, it is influential well, yes it got uh, into the it's like, crazy how like this course every culture. show every new show looks like Rick and Morty kind yeah. of for yeah. the most part and it did that with you know every show looked like Family Guy for a while every show looked like I mean I guess it's been Family Guy and then Rick and Morty are the ones that, or every a lot of shows tried to look like South Park after South Park did down. they really? interesting yeah i mean not so much that the same sort of paper mache kind of but vibe, like but like the like same aesthetic this the feel like poor animation poor quality animation to support a quick turnaround so you could make more make topical, topical episodes yeah interesting hmm. um but you know none of them work none of them stick <laughs> that would explain why i'm like oh really yeah hmm. huh. oh yeah a lot no not a lot of good ones <laughs> Um, this is our Jeff Winger, what? Former disgraced lawyer, disgraced yep. lawyer, disgraced former lawyer, trying to get a degree. You've got uh, Britta, a high school dropout anarchist who's very much anti uh, pollution, anti anti establishment, anti government. Very eco friendly, just mm-hmm. uh, rebel, rebellious woman. I don't know why she's in college, but she is... Uh, she's a high school dropout, apparently. Yeah. According to the... She thought it would impress Radiohead. She thought it would impress Radiohead. Abed, who is just a cultural guru, a pop culture guru, knows all the TV shows, all the movies, and going to school to get a, uh, a degree to help run his parents' falafel Initially, business. yes. Yeah, but then to get a film degree. Then turns to a film degree after we see him actually do what he likes to do we see him with a video camera and making a film uh mm. and it turns what seems to be just a uh, random hodgepodge clips of his friends talking to him talking to each other he turns it into something that actually touches his father makes his dad cry and understand him a little better. It's the same episode where Jeff said, "All money is spending money." Yeah, no, I that clicked as soon as because yes. he Britta's financing yeah. Abed, and she said, "I just gave him some fans." Spending money, all money is spending money. Yes, I realized that as soon as <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it came up." Uh, uh, Troy, who is a former high school prong king and quarterback, dislocated both shoulders doing a keg flip. Keg flip, not a keg stand. It's much harder. <laughs> Uh, he is doesn't, I guess, just in college to get a college to degree further his life, because uh, he, I assume, didn't do well in school and didn't go into universities. He yeah. What he was, before he could get recruited by universities for quarterbacking. Uh, that's the term. He dislocated his shoulders. So now yeah. he is uh, renegated to renegated? relegated, relegated, sorry relegated um, to community college. Uh, Pierce, a forever student who's uh, inherited a lot of money from his father's company. Uh, Just, I think, whiling away the days. (laughs) Yep. Uh, You know, doing, uh, being a whale for the university. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Just spending money and uh, doing whatever he wants to. So, uh, Shirley, a single mother who is trying to get a business degree so she can... Uh, sell her baked goods I wouldn't I would call her a divorced mother divorcee a, not, a, oh, not a single mother because well, you know, there's a difference a single yeah, mother but she's a connotate connotatively you say single mother is, I think of a woman who doesn't have the uh, husband or father in so the picture so she's recently divorced taking she, care she of is her two recently kids and trying to like earn a living or trying to find a way to earn her own living on the side um, yes, as she wants, a business woman yes Um, And Annie from the same high school as Troy Who uh, sort of watched her uh, college hopes and dreams go up in smoke After her pill addiction and subsequent trip to rehab uh, Left her unable to qualify for other schools um, uh, Sort of getting out of a downward spiral Um, So yeah, season finale Uh, We... Oh, for us! I think I was already talking about the community season finale, oh, no. <laughs> uh, season finale for the podcast. It's it, the the end of end of an era, end of a, the first era, end of the first era. Yes. Um. Hopefully, we figure out what we want to do with this next, and con- I'm already thinking of episodes or shows for next season and continue on. But uh, I think this is we're going to be on a hiatus. For uh, now? Who knows oh, how, how long? long. <laughs> yeah few months Uh, at least a couple months give us some time to get a little breathing room figure out what we want to do uh get a second microphone improve. we recognize that we are not experts in a lot of the things that we have been talking about lately uh we're just two guys who enjoy the show and like talking about it joy you know enjoy television um so if you have listened to this, if you've listened to ten episodes of this, or even just this episode, uh, thank you for sticking thank you. around this long. Yeah, uh, hopefully keep we'll keep you posted on uh, where we go from here. Yes, we. I don't know. I mean, if you're subscribed, I'm sure a few months from now it will just pop up and be like, oh. It'll hopefully episode be a 11. pleasant surprise. <laughs> You'll hopefully not be a reminder that you need to unsubscribe from us. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those, like, oh, am I still subscribed to these guys? I thought mm-hmm. I. Well, oh, let me just get rid of that. At least give the next episode a you know listen to the first five minutes, see if yeah. it's, if you like. Still, so. I we swear it'll be better. Uh, um, Andrew swears it'll be better. I swear it'll be better. I, th- at the very least, the audio will be better. Possibly. Um. Thank you, Godfrey. Our um, yes, thank you, Godfrey. Our truly uh, undefeatable editor producer um, for all of his hard work. Uh, and I can't imagine. I mean, I've never edited a podcast before, but <laughs> I can't imagine. I, like he probably has to listen to us talk for. I mean, we're at seventy-one minutes now. Uh, he has to listen to. 71 minutes of content, cut it down, like, remove things. And, cut it down, you know, re-listen to Then it. listen to another, to an hour of content. <laughs> must be. Cut it down. It must be a truly grueling process, but honestly one that anyone can do. <laughs> not, not terribly difficult. Uh, <laughs> we love you no, though, Godfrey. We love you though, Godfrey. Yes. Uh, um, probably really sick of our voices. No. Eager for a break. Uh, all right well uh thank yes. you for listening thank you so much guys uh 10 episodes down uh a thousand more to go 100 years 100 years getting <laughs> Get an intro andrew Gideon. uh tv pilot podcast 100 years 100 years tv pilot podcast uh, our, TV pilot yearscom i don't know when we'll ever do rick and morty but yeah. probably not soon yeah I don't know if I want to with the whole Justin Roiland Ooh, stuff, that's rough, like because yeah. well, you'd have to talk about him. Oh my talk god! About, you know, Dan Harmon's an asshole, but at least let's he avoid that for as long as we can. Text fifteen-year-olds. <laughs> we we're not gonna run out of shows. Oh, so. for sure. All right. Well, maybe next season we'll try and do more obscure, slight quote unquote obscure. Like yeah, let's dive into some weird been re- ones. Watching Taxi. Weird Taxi's okay. an interesting pilot. It's a yeah. good show, but it's. The pilot's very I, maybe try and we would try and dig up some some like that thirty rock pilot that I was talking about. Oh yeah, about thirty earlier. rock. Uh, it's got uh, a pilot I was thinking maybe we do Star Trek to start off. Maybe. Ooh, does Star Trek have a pilot? Yes. And do we do Star my friend Trek after like Star Trek? I think after the first episode when we brought up that Lucille Ball greenlit Star Trek, he was like, uh, he said something. He was like, "There's so much interesting things about the Star Trek pilot." And Let's do it. All right, season two, episode one, Star Trek. If it gets made. If it gets (laughs) (laughs) made. All right. Don't hold your breath, because you'll be holding it for months. Oh, no. (laughs) If not years. Uh, Thanks, everyone. uh, And goodbye. Goodbye. See you in 2030. (laughs) No, probably 2024. 2024? 2024? Yeah. Okay. See ya. Bye. The reason we bring up Dan Harmon, okay. <laughs> Welcome, right, Welcome back to the TV Pilot <laughs> Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Gideon. And I didn't like that. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, no one liked that. Yeah, nobody here the like was that. like, "Oh my god." Geez.